and welcome back to Hello Halloy. I'm by myself today. There is no Juno or any other friend with me. Um, though we all know Juno will 100% be making another appearance again because he literally was talking to me yesterday about the next episode we need to do together. So look forward to that. Um, but I'm by myself. I kind of wanted to do a solo project. And this actually came up from a discussion I had with a friend in regards to the wise Andrew Tate and all his words of wisdom. Um, and I say that sarcastically because I'm not a fan of him. And if you are, more power to you. I just feel like his ideologies are a bit misguided and twisted, so I don't care for him. Um, but I do kind of want to touch on something he talked about today, and it's the concept of, you know, women are supposed to submit to men in a relationship. And I want to talk about why I only halfway agree with him. Because, yeah, there's the idea of submission in a relationship, and yes, women should submit to men, but I also think that men need to submit to women, right? And today's podcast topic is going to be called, should a woman submit to a man or should a man submit to a woman in a relationship? And the answer, in my opinion, is both need to submit to one another, right? Um, so as always, I'm going to break this up into subtopics and kind of dissect them with you, right? So topic number one is, like I said, in a relationship, Balance and the idea of 50-50 is key. So the man should be submitting to the woman and the woman should be submitting to the man because you are a team in a relationship, right? Which means no one person is always going to be in control over the other one and no one um, position, I say in quotations, or no one role is going to be better than the other one. They both contribute to the team. Think of it like this. Um, in sports, right, if I'm on, like, a soccer team, we all have different positions, um, and I'm not super familiar with sports, um, so forgive me <laughs> if I don't say some terminologies right, but, I mean, like, you have the goalie who protects the goal, and you have, uh, the more offensive positions that will take the ball to the goal, and then the supporting people on the team. This, none of the positions are more important than the other ones and you also have to remember that none of the positions work well without the other ones none of them can do their job without the other ones since it's the same idea in a relationship this idea of 50 50 no there's not gonna be any time where one role that a partner has is more important than the other one the idea of balance and making sure that you're both contributing is what's important right and I, the other topic I want to point to with this is that, you know, in life, you take turns in the things that you do, you take turns being a leader or a follower because people always ask, oh, are you more of a leader or a follower? And the truth is we go through cycles of being the leader or the follower in life, whether it be in relationships or like in work scenarios or just in general, right? Because when there are too many leaders, there's this grab for power going on, right? You can't have too many leaders, but you also can't just have a ton of followers because they need someone to tell them what to do. Um, and, you know, in a relationship, it's the same idea. You can't, you take turns, right? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you'll both be leaders and sometimes you'll both kind of follow each other. But the thing is, most of the time you're going to be taking turns with who is in charge and who is leading, right? You need to equally split this responsibility, right? Of who should lead and who should follow. And this should be done 
according to like strengths and weaknesses a couple has, right? And comfortability and fairness and etc. right? So like, let's take for example, like if we're talking about strengths, let's take for example, you know, myself, I like to, I'm really good in social situations and I'm really good at like something high energy. So like dancing, I would probably take the lead at a social event where we were dancing and um, getting my partner to get involved with me, right? And having him follow my lead. Whereas I'm not good with things like math. So if my partner was really math oriented, I would let him explain math problems to me if I didn't know how to do it. I would take a turn being the follower. And that's how it should be. You're not always going to be doing one or the other you take turns right and another um thing i want to bring up in this idea of 50 50 and balance is that mind you i know it's kind of off topic but i'm bringing this up because i'm religious and i've had this brought up to me before where people are like oh you know i don't know why you follow the bible because it's a little sexist and i'm like not really because if you read the Bible, they say, you know, oh, it's sexist because it says women need to submit to their husband. And I'm like, well, actually, before it even talks about, you know, how men and women are supposed to love each other and be husband and wives, it says men and women need to submit to each other in a relationship, which again ties into the idea of 50-50. This idea of submitting, no one party should be submitting all the time to the other one. It needs to be you are submissive to one another, right? So this idea of, you know, men and women being equal, it's even stated in like religious texts. So anyway, I also want to jump into the idea, um, I'm going to, going off that now, I'm going to jump into the idea that, you know, submitting is always used as a negative connotation, right? We always see submitting as an act of weakness, um, but the truth is, if you're submitting power to someone, you were actually the one in control all along because... Think of it like this. You cannot give to someone something you do not possess, which means if you were giving power to someone or control, it means it's because you had it and you trust them enough to give them that control, right? Um, and typically when we do give power or control to someone, it's because we know that they know us as well as we know ourselves, right? We trust them to make decisions with us and make maybe even make decisions for us sometimes because they have our best interest in mind. Um, and you know, and like I said, it shouldn't be one party submitting to the other. It should be both parties submitting to each other. Um, and you know, the only reason someone is going to have power in a relationship dynamic is because you gave it to them, right? They're not going to just grab power from out of nowhere you have to give it to them you know and to me I feel like true weakness is shown when one party is not capable of submitting to the other one and you always need to be in control it shows a certain degree of weakness if you're unable to give up control to someone else if you always have to be in control it shows a, a character flaw in yourself right it means to you power means you always have control, whereas that is not the case. Um, because if you were really secure in yourself and felt fine with your control and power, you would be able to trust your partner to give it up to them when you need to. Um, 
The last thing I want to touch on today, I'm going to circle back to my original statement um, that I opened with about Andrew Tate only getting it 50% right when he said women should submit to men. You know, people like Andrew Tate who expect women to give 100% of themselves to men or like feminists that expect men to give 100% to women are missing the point of how a relationship works. Power dynamics in relationships should be the equal give and take system. It shouldn't be a, oh, like bragging when you're able to get your man to buy you everything for you or a guy bragging when he gets his woman to do all of the housework for him. No, it needs to be, you know, that idea of 50 give and take. Um, And, you know, people who brag about their ability to divide and split responsibilities equally in their relationship those are the people that have healthy relationships versus the people who delegate a hundred percent of responsibility to their partner right um and you know like i said i want to close with this idea of men and women needing to submit to one another in relationships as i stated before it's the act of balance, showing balance in your relationship. A relation shouldn't be this depiction of like a ruler and their servant, but rather two rulers trying to um, take over things together. You know what I mean? Like a king and a queen are both equals in the sense of royalty. And I mean, their roles might be a little different, but they still both need each other. Um, And, you know, there might be times where you rule together, but there will also be times where you have to serve one another. Again, like I said before, in closing, you are a team in a relationship and you are only as strong as your weakest link. And so if the relationship requires you to be equals, you want to be able to both be on the same level strength wise, right? You don't want one of you being submissive and one of you always being dominant. You need to be able to submit to one another, as I said before. Anyway, like I said, kind of a solo topic today, but I felt that it was important. If you don't agree with it, no worries, friends. I am always open to letting you interpret things as you want and letting you decide if you think you agree or disagree with something. Anyway, stay safe out there and I will see you next week.